Welcome back to the New York Gun Guys podcast. My name is John. My name's Taylor. What's up, Taylor? Not much. How are you doing? You're today? looking at me like something's wrong. The headphones were just way too loud for a hot second. <laughs> way too loud. Yeah, I was just like, God, this is louder than normal, but I was just letting it roll. <laughs> all right, good. Uh, guys, check us out. Facebook, Instagram, and White Gun Guys, all one word. Type it in there. Then you click the follow button. That's how that works. Uh, on Instagram and then on Facebook, you uh, type in NY Gun Guys, and then you click like. Uh, that's how that one works. Check out the other episodes um, on Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Spotify. If you're boycotting big tech, check it out on Podbean. Yeah. We'll put the link on the Facebook page. Definitely. Um, Taylor. Hey, what's up? What are we talking about, Taylor? Very interesting news that uh, came to light if yesterday, you're, if you're Friday, a long, Saturday. If you're a Long Islander. Well, I mean, anybody really in New York probably has heard of this place. So, yeah, well, yeah. Let's. So we're gonna dive right into it. Basically, news broke. Uh, what was that? Friday, Saturday, I think something it was, like yeah, that. Saturday. That um, the owner of Jerry's Firearms on Long Island in Bohemia yeah. uh, surrendered to Suffolk County authorities. Right. Uh, is facing a number of charges. Yeah. State level charges now. In the past, we would maybe allude to this gun shop. We never said them publicly. We never said the name of them. But look, Jerry Jerry's Firearms has has a reputation. They do. Okay, they price gouge. There's yep. no doubt about that. No. Okay, and a lot of people don't don't like that. Right. Uh, you can Google it. You can look on Reddit. You can look pretty it, much it's pretty, Facebook, oops, Instagram. Oh, <laughs> this is the first time Taylor's <laughs> ever been in this room, and he kicked the table. Yeah. No, he's only feet. been here a thousand times. So you could look all over the internet. And um, you can see that they they're not they're not very well liked. They do have their portion following. of people. Yeah, who, they have a following who support them, but the overall consensus is that they price gouge and they're not you know don't go to the shop is what most of the people say. Right. So my uh, now again, I don't want to talk bad about an individual. I'm not gonna say bad things about jerry or his son because in the past i have gone there and they were nice I'm not i don't gonna, know i've never been there i don't know them. i'm not gonna i'm not gonna lie about that but i used to go there um i've been there a bunch of times in the past um i've done a few transfers there i've bought some ammo there and yeah i didn't go there frequently because it was kind of out of the way for me but again jerry was nice his son was nice i'm not i'm not saying anything bad about them personally what changed for me was when a year a year or two ago year year and a half ago when all of a sudden out of nowhere they raised their transfer pricing and they were kind of going in a different business direction, which as a business owner, you're more than welcome to do. It's your business. You could run it how you see it. But literally tripling the transfer fees for no reason other than they want to keep the business in-house. So if, for example, if I wanted to buy a gun from John as a private transfer, that was now three times the price. If I wanted to order a gun online and have it shipped to them, then it's three times the price for the transfer, which I think it was like $75 or something like that to uh, to transfer a gun, which is absolutely insane. Now, did they charge in and out too? Uh, I think they did, yeah. Oh, now, the thing is... So it was $150 to buy a gun through them. Uh, well, private, like privately. Yeah, I think Jesus so. Christ. If I remember correctly. Don't quote me on the in and out, but I'm pretty yeah. sure. Now, I get it to a degree where they're like, look, we sell firearms. If you're interested in a particular gun, ask us. We might be able to get it for you. We right. might have it. And right. I'm like, okay, I support that theory with small business. But mm. for example, with me, I mostly deal in older guns, milserps, things that you don't get new anymore. <laughs> they don't make new K98s or Mosins. So 
I say, you know, I was going, when this whole broke on Facebook, I was going back and forth with people, and I was going back and forth with Jerry, respectfully. I'm not, you know, hate on, I'm not, like, being a dick, but, you know, I just said, what is the basis? And he's like, well, because we, you know, basically what the, the impression that I got was because we want to keep the business in-house. Okay, that's fine. So for my collecting interest, for my firearms purchase interest, I don't, you don't, your business model of what you're going to isn't supportive of what I do, so therefore I'm not going to go to you. Best of luck to you. Go ha- go have at it. Since then, right? It's not a it's not like a hate thing no, or a boycotting no. thing. It's just a simple no, like it doesn't just, make financial sense. And with for all you. the with all the places yeah. on but, Long I mean, Island that, that, that you makes could go sense, to, though, Taylor, like it's not like a like your your feelings toward them is not like no. uh, fuck you. It's no. that well, okay. Well, like uh, you're providing a transfer is not a proprietary thing. Right. So you know if that guy is selling a transfer for seventy five dollars, but you can go. You know, 30, 25. You can go, you know, closer one, to one my store house. over, right, for $25. Right. Why would you ever, why would you right. go there? And it's not, you know, it's just, that's fine. And I've met people there to do transfers because they live out in Suffolk and I lived in Nassau. So they're like, oh, we could just meet at Jerry's because Jerry's, when he opened, was like the small shop, home of the $20 transfer, reasonable price. And then he got into the custom AR market, the higher end market, the boutique market. And that's, you know what, if he that's his business, that's what he wants to do, fine, go have at it. Right. Um, when I would see his booth at the gun show over in Hopog, back when we had gun shows, or what you would call even a gun show, some people would argue that that's just a hot sauce and cheap Chinese product show, but whatever. Um, you know, even things there were just very overpriced. He would have this big booth with lights, and I'm just like... I get it. You're trying to get some attention to yourself, but again, not my idea of what I would, you know, what what I would jive with. You do you. Um, so then, over the years, well, he, you're he, you're a more low key gun guy. I am. You know, I mean, you talk about guns a lot, but you're more low key. Like, I think if someone like just walked by you on the street, they wouldn't be like, "Oh, that guy's a gun." Right. Guy. I've bought new guns very seldomly. Um, the last new gun I purchased, brand new. I got my Remington TAC-14 from a shop out in Suffolk, a different shop, and I bought it new. Um, I've bought AR receivers. Obviously, those count as new firearms, but the rest of my collection is off the internet, local people, transfers, gun broker, etc. So my interests in, let's just say, a gun shop, but but it might be just more transfer-based and service provided, but I've sent people to that what, what, um, the, the shop that I go to mostly is in Nassau County on Sunrise Highway, South Shore Sportsman. I'll give them a shout-out because when I go there, I've sent people there to buy new guns. I've sent people there because I like the service that they provide me. I like the people there. And if somebody says to me, hey, where should I go to look for a gun? I say, oh, go to them, etc. I've also been there. I've yeah. had good experiences yeah. there. Um, I, I I didn't buy a firearm there. I bought like a, I bought a Pierce grip for, yeah, my, yeah. for my Glock 26, whatever. Good, good people yeah. there. Fine. But... Full disclosure: I've also sent people there, and they haven't had a good experience. Right, the one in I slept with. We talked we've about spoken it, right? about right. So it is what it is. Right. I mean, you're going to have a good or a bad experience. So, That's what comes with any store. So yeah, getting back to Jerry's over the years, I've seen them grow as a business, and hey, good for them. People like them. They like a certain product and a certain kind of image that they portray and a certain service they provide. Great and dandy. Okay, so now as of when the pandemic hit, we. A lot of the gun-owning community kind of started slamming them because of what I feel is price gouges. And I think this is where a lot of their hate started to really start to fill in. Right. Is that they were selling $500 guns for almost 2000 Right. You well, know, that's a problem. Right. And you know what? Hey, people say it's capitalism. It's the free market. People it can is. do what they want. It doesn't, it, mean, it doesn't mean I have to be... Exactly. I, it doesn't mean I have to be happy that you're doing it. Right. You know, exactly. you're not doing me a favor by selling me a gun four times the amount. Exactly. You're just not. So right. for for you to say or for other people to say, well, 
you don't have to shop there. You should just be happy they have the guns. No, I don't have to be happy that they want to sell a gun at four right. times the amount of money. Because I think that sometimes it was taking advantage of naive or newer gun owners or people 100%. who just are impulsive and just want something now. 100%. Uh, again, it's their business. They could do it as they want. Fine. I'm just not going to shop there. Yep. I mean, that's just my... And if people exactly. recommend it to me or people say, hey, where can I go for an AR? I I wouldn't recommend them as no. the first place to go. I Absolutely mean, not. It's it's kind of ridiculous in that aspect. So mm-hmm. now it came to light Friday or Saturday that um, the owner, Jerry, this is all, by the way, this is all public information. I am not spreading rumors. I am not, um, and we I have, d- we my don't, f- right. We're not, we're not spreading rumors. We simply took the charges that we saw that he was charged with. We looked up what they were and, on, through the New York State. And I have law. my opinions of what they might be. What we're going to talk about is certain situations that it could be. Because we don't know yet. Right. And we, we're not going to know until there's court documents out. Right. And whatnot, or okay? Right. So. And who knows? I mean, listen, I've been going back and forth with people on this. Um, I Some people happen to think that the DA is just the states going after him because they hate gun shops and they hate firearms. And you know what? That could be the truth. He could be the most outspoken gun shop, and then they're like, the, he's the easiest target. You know I don't what th- I mean? I don't think that's what it is at all. No. But again... It, it has happened in the past where states do go after guns or gun owners or gun shops, and I'm not going to put that past the state. I'm really not. I'll give him the benefit on that one. But if he did, obviously he must have done something to draw attention to himself for them right. to have years worth of investigation. Mm-hmm. And at one point, um, I believe I read that his state license was pulled. So in New York, you need your FFL, obviously federal level from the ATF to deal in firearms. But in New York State, you need a separate state dealer's license to deal in handguns, high-capacity magazines, quote-unquote assault weapons. So, obviously, he had to have both to operate. At one point, I believe, I think it was about six months ago that his shop was, quote, raided. Um, and I think at one point he did get his dealer's license pulled, but he this, might have gotten it back. Again, this, prob- the, this arrest probably has to do with that raid. I think so. Especially because he was basically asked to surrender, right? He, like, surrendered. Like, they didn't, like, go break down his door. No, they just said... Right. Probably a lawyer said, all right, he's charged with this. He'll show up usually for arraignment. Usually with or... stuff like... Th- right. With stuff like this, usually it's like, hey, look, like, you, 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 you pretty much... Detectives or the investigating units will co- basically call them and be like, right. hey, look... You're going to get charged with this. You can come and surrender or we're going to fucking we're going to have to come get you. Right. And that's not it's a good just one. better. Yeah. I mean, especially if, you know, if especially you know, if you think you're innocent, shitty, you're trying to fight something. It's, it's better shitty, look for you to go and cooperate. it's shitty to say. But if they feel that they're, you know, that they're in the that they are not in the wrong or, or whatnot, it's just always going to be better for them to, to just go in and, and take care of it, especially because this is not something that I doubt that they're going to be like held. You know, in right, they're not going to be held for this. They're going to get a court date and they're going to be released. And I even saw someone wrote that, oh, Jerry's will be open on Monday, right. business as usual, which means that they would have gotten their FFL back and, and everything. So we'll, we'll, right. we'll see. Right. We'll see. So, so yeah. Um, again, I have my thoughts yeah. reading the charges. I have my thoughts and opinions on what it might be. Again, some, some We're, people might say, yeah, then don't say anything if you don't know. Listen, it's just, this isn't a, okay. First of all, this podcast, it, you know, when we do these types of episodes, this is an opinion piece. Right. When we talk about the facts of a certain firearm, that's, that's factual. Fact. But then when we talk about our opinions of those guns, that's an opinion piece, right? right? This is an opinion piece. Right. And we're not, uh, you know, this isn't, 
we're not doing this out of any hate for no. Jerry's because really my basically where 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 I draw the line is I'm just not going to shop at your shop at your store, no. which is fine. Mm-hmm. I don't know these people on a personal level at all. I've no. never even had a conversation with them. I've never had I've never stepped foot in their store. Right. So for someone to listen to this and say, oh well, you just don't like them, and so you're no, that's not what it is at all. Do I like right. Do I like their their pricing model? No. So I'm just not going to shop there. One thing I will say, though, is that when we get into the charges, um, they were kind of known for kind of pushing the bounds of what's compliant and what's not. Let's just say, like, for example, they had a Chris Vector that they deemed compliant. They put a fin Kydex fin grip on it and sold it as compliant. They had a Steyr AUG that was compliant, and they were, like, the only ones that were doing that. Some people say, given the benefit of the doubt, because they were the ones that were pushing for these type of firearms to be compliant in New York when no one else was. Okay, you could kind of understand that to some degree. But again, my thoughts on these charges is that the state didn't like how things were made compliant. Not necessarily with the Chris or the, or the AUG, but let's just say any gun. My right. thought is that they he drew a lot of attention to himself as a manufacturer, a gunsmith, and a FFL-01. So right. I believe he had an 0702 SOT. He had the gunsmithing FFL, and he had the uh, FFL-01. So... My opinion is that the state was doing undercover work buying firearms because the charges are relating to selling five or more, ten or more firearms. And I I had, I don't want to say inside knowledge, somebody who sent me some information um, is a law enforcement officer in Suffolk. Not going to go into any more than that. It's not me. No. I'm, it's not, <laughs> a lo- I'm not a law enforcement <laughs> no. officer in Suffolk. No. I have and no again, access this to any is, of this. This might be anecdotal. Right. This isn't, you know, I'm not putting a large amount of faith into this but they were basically saying it's hearsay basically yeah it's kind of hearsay he saw nothing you know specific nothing official it was kind of just like uh hey did you hear word in the department pretty much it was it was like hey word on the street is right you know so it's nothing you know so yeah my my thought is that it has to do with the 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 way the compliant firearms were made compliant and then if the state doesn't like that, then they say that he sold assault weapons or non-compliant firearms. Right, but or, this person also referenced pricing. Right, which pricing has led us in certain possible directions. They also uh, mentioned with cooking books on well, also right mentioned you know their inventory. books. Their books showed that they had guns in inventory, but they weren't there. Right, which could lead to a couple things. And you know what? To be completely that honest, happens. but here's the thing, right? Like. The initial situation, like, so remember when they got raided? Because yeah. this has got to have to do with that, right? Right. Because how do you know that they, they quote-unquote, cooked the books unless you saw their books? Right. Right? So what probably happened was during their raid, they went in, they, they confiscated a lot of stuff, and as they were going through it, they found, oh, look, look what we found. There was one missing gun because there was only one right. count. There's only one count of it. So which leads me to believe there's only one gun missing. Could be. Yeah. Again, speculation, just our opinions, just making inferences not spreading rumors right but this is just based on our opinions from what is publicly available right so john why don't we go through the charges um you have them written down there yeah right? i'm just gonna pull them up as well All on right. um the new york state penal law yeah so again this is kind of a big deal because some people are saying that if he decides to fight this or depending on what the reason he's gonna he's going to fight this there's no way you just accept felony charges and just say no, i'll no, just no, go to but, prison like, no but let's just say for example he doesn't take a plea deal and he says all right if you're saying okay. i'm guilty of this and let's go to court and prove that i'm guilty of this it could set some people are saying it could set precedent in new york and some people are saying like dude he could be like the next messiah or like the next savior of the gun rights movement in new well, york let's say this is about the 
you know, the fin grips on these certain guns. Again, and that is because, my opinion. Because that wasn't defined, right? So right. we don't really know what is and is not Again, implied just in everyone, case. this is my opinion based on the charges that are there and what I've seen over right. the years. Right. Um, so that's just my speculation. Right. So there, there is no determination on if those guns are compliant, right? You just right. want to talk a, bit, a little bit about those guns, just so people listening understand what guns we're talking about? Right. Wait, you what? You want to talk about... <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I... Listening, I bro? Yeah. Okay, stop. I got I got the shit over here, so yeah. whatever you're doing over there... I was there, just pulling it up over Yeah, here. you don't have to read it. The guns that were not deemed... That were not um, classified under the laws being compliant with those fin grips that we were That's talking about? That's just my speculation. What guns were you talking about? Uh, Chris Vector, most... Okay, right. Specifically the Chris Vector. Right. Again, that's just my and opinion. they had those guns for sale and yeah. they took them off. Yeah. At the approximate time that that raid happened. Um, I My memory is a little fuzzy, but okay. it was sometime around then. Because okay. I remember showing people, oh, like, Jerry's has, like, a compliant Chris Vector. And I'm like, that right. used to be compliant under the SAFE Act, and right. now it's not. And then yeah. I don't think the addition of a Kydex fin grip that might be easily removable. Right. You know, for example, if you take off that Kydex fin grip, like, they, when they sold it, they there was a thing that you had to say that I will not modify this sure. firearm. Sure, So if, let's just say, somebody got it and then removed the fin grip easily, all you have to do is drill out a couple, uh, drill out a couple of rivets, then you have a non-compliant gun. Right. So, That's just my speculation. So let's say this is about that. I could see them fighting it because there was no definition, and then right. now there will be a now definition be under a de- law. Yeah. Okay, so... That could be one thing. Yeah. The first, uh, uh, this is this is the top charge that they're getting charged with. This top is charge. We're looking charge. at the at the penal law. This is two sixty five thirteen subsection two. Uh, this deals with the criminal sale of a firearm in the first degree. The unlaw- uh, unlawfully sells. Oh, I'm sorry. A person is guilty of criminal sale in a of a firearm in the first degree when such person unlawfully sells, exchanges, gives, or disposes of another person uh, to another person or persons a total of ten or more firearms in a period of not more than one year. Criminal sale of firearm the first degree is a b felony um so this just has to go with whatever they were selling that was non-compliant essentially there was 10 or more right again they might have viewed it as compliant but the state thinks otherwise so then now somebody has to make it this again that's just my speculation i find it very hard to believe that a guy who invested this much time and energy into a business who is as public as he is would literally just sell quote New York assault weapons, like, you know, what the state deems an assault weapon out the door and risk everything that he has. Sure. Again, that's just my opinion, and I think most people would would agree with that. I don't know, because people do weird shit for money, right? They do. People will disown family members for money, sue family members for money, kill people for money. Right. People do fucked up shit for money. Right. But somebody as public as him, I don't think would put his business, his family, and everything for the the potential sale of a few guns. Like, but, But... you know the information that you that you saw that was like the rumored information was like this was quite a number of firearms and it was firearms that were normally that could be what built or built or bought for like $1500 and were sold for like 4000 yeah so one of the theories 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 this is your theory opinion. well it's a theory right it's it's not proven at all and there's really no other information but it's just something that popped into my head was he could have been selling non-compliant firearms for a premium he could have been saying, hey, like, okay, you could buy this, blah, 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 blah. But I can get you a non-compliant AR-15 with X, Y, and Z on it for four grand. I don't I don't think that's the case at all. Maybe. I really don't. Maybe. I mean, we don't know. I mean, but it could have been. Could. Anything could be. And that would still fit into this into this charge, right? Could be. Because it's still an illegal I think sale. more so, my opinion, kind of holds a little bit more weight than that. Just 
just my thoughts. That you th- that you just think it was just something just wasn't compliant, like not right. Well, he was selling things as compliant, and then let's just say it was easily reversible to non-compliant. So the right. state then viewed it as an assault weapon. Or he was selling sure. for a while. He was selling the uh, Delta level defense mm-hmm. uh, CT yep. four something other type rifles, and Which, then he stopped selling. Them. And those price and the price tag of that was around four thousand. Right. There was a room. There was he was selling them, and then there was people were saying that again. This is all things online. I've never personally been in the store since a long time ago, but people were saying that he was selling, quote, other type rifles or firearms with a letter saying that his is the only approved one, et cetera, et cetera. And that was all over Reddit and, and forums. Yeah, and these stuff. are things that are on forums, on right. the internet. This is so, not information. again, he stopped. Like, if you go on the website now, he doesn't sell them anymore. Right. So I think maybe it could have also stemmed from that. Probably. Um, again, this, I think this, his arrest now was the the end of a year-long or longer investigation, yeah. probably also charges, dealing with his raid and all that shit. One so. of the charges somebody was saying was stemmed from 2018. So, again, this has been a long time. And people, Well, when was his raid? Uh, I think it was last year. I could tell you right now, the, the his top charge, 265.13.2, and the second charge, 265.12.2, which also deals in the unlawful sale of a firearm, but it's five or more within a year. Those obviously, well, I guess they could be from 2018, yeah. but they're probably more so looking at, because he said one of his charges, probably the 265.10.3, which is um, the, uh, the cooking of the books one, mm. where he basically, it said he had a gun in inventory, but he didn't. Mm. And it wasn't there. There's only one charge of that. Right. So my guess would be it only happened one time. Could be. Yeah. Um, I just happen to think that now is an interesting time that they're going after him, if you think about it. I mean, we have a new president. We have a new um, administration change. And I think that the state might feel emboldened to go after him to make an example again i will give him the benefit of the doubt on certain things Mm -hmm. his business practices i don't agree with but it's his business and he could do what he wants with it i happen to think that any government that goes after people who sells firearms in a lawful manner if it's proven that the state does have an agenda which i think new york does and that the person whom they're going after didn't do anything wrong which you know again innocent until proven guilty let's just say that you know i i'll give them the benefit of the doubt on that Here's what I what I really think probably went down. They and I think it's in regards to the the others, mm. the four thousand dollar other that they had that they no longer sell. What probably happened was they had people go in, they bought those others, right? The under they this had to be like undercover work because they're not sending people in and like asking civilians right. like, Hey, did you buy this gun? Like, no, it's not this is this is definitely like they sent people in to buy, okay? They bought the guns and they determined, Oh, these aren't these aren't legal, right? They're non compliant or whatever. That's when they raided them. Around that time, that's when they stopped selling them on their website. And then that's when they took their books, they looked through everything, and they found this one additional charge. And now, at the end of their investigation, they feel that they have a case, and they made their arrests. Right. That could be. I yeah. think that's 100% what it is, especially because they didn't bust in the door, break <laughs> it down, like, yeah. arrest them right there on the spot. No. They probably, you know, they went in, they did their they did their check with a warrant, because that's right. the only way they're going to ever let them into their store. Mm-hmm. Um, they did their little. Raid. Well, technically, the ATF doesn't need a warrant to come in and but inspect this, your this books. But this is not an ATF. This no, is I know. ATF thing. I know. But when I was right. when the speculation again, I wasn't there when when they quote raid happened. But people were saying that it was Suffolk County and the ATF that were there. Right. So but the they ATF can right. go in at any time. Sure. But they weren't. They're like they weren't looking for their books. They're probably looking at. They took their books. I'm sure because they're going to take whatever they can. You know. Yeah. But 
they were there for the guns. I would I would have to you know, I would have to think that would be my assumption because they're not like going. They're not doing like a warrant raid like Suffolk mm-hmm. County Police Department, the sheriff, whatever. With the ATF isn't going there just to look at books, right? They're they're going there to like find what they're what they know is there. Mm-hmm. These these others, right? Then that's when they stop selling them, and now they you know at that point when you're in this type of situation, the the detectives or whatever you know they give you right. business cards and say, okay, look, we're gonna do our investigation, and then we'll let you know what happens. And at that point, they call them and say, hey, look, we're bringing you in, you know, turn yourself in. And I'm just like, really okay. looking forward to what comes out of this, like in let's just say the transcripts, or if it does go to court, or you know, because I would really this could finally be the determination of deciding whether or not that these other firearms are illegal or not. I don't necessarily think it all has to do with others. I don't think that's the only thing. My thought is that based on the firearms that he used to sell but no longer sells, I think it's about compliance. About, for example, if a fixed mag gun is too easily reversible to non-fixed mag, then the state could say, you didn't sell a sufficient, you didn't sell the gun that has a fixed magazine. You could remove it. You know what I mean? So, sure, but does it say that under no. the law? It doesn't. So how can they well, even... Again, it doesn't say it is, has to be sufficiently no, welded no, 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 no. or but pinned. The, but again, the state didn't define it. it right. They left it ambiguous. Correct. So now they're going after him because he determined in his opinion that it was sufficient. Right. And then the state says, you know what? No. Again, this but is... But that's, that's what I'm kind of saying. Like, I think this could be the, the, the case that determines this. And it could be a reason why the state hasn't made a determination on certain of these guns because they know they're this person was under investigation for Could a be. few years and yeah. they figured, you know what? We're not going to make the determination now. Let's let the courts decide because we know we have this case coming up. It, it's very possible it could happen because if they decided right. all of a sudden, no, these guns are perfectly compliant, then boom, you wasted all that time and money on this person. Right. I think that, um, you know, if it gets to the point where he does go to trial and there will be things that are fought, I mean, listen, as much as I didn't like the guy's business practice, I would definitely donate to a legal defense fund I'm not donating anything. I need people to donate to me, Taylor. <laughs> I give him like I give him about three fifty. No, I'm not giving him anything. They, well, this guy has made so much money on fucking gouging people. He does not need any of my but money. But what I'm he's, getting at he's is he's fighting this one alone. What I'm getting at is I don't. If he does go to court and tries to fight the state over these ridiculous laws, again, as bad as his business practices might have been, in my opinion, if somebody's actually putting the money where the mouth is and fighting the state, I will support that. No. See, but if, that's now, that's if, where the if, difference now, is. Now, here's the thing. If you got arrested or a civilian got arrested for having one of these things and blah, 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 they don't have all this money because they, have, they haven't been selling ammunition at $300 for a box of, uh, you know, 522 LR, then maybe, you know. But this, this guy, like, look, here's yeah. the thing. He made his decision to sell this knowing the risks, okay? He is also the same person who's been making a lot of money through this pandemic. Yeah. Dude, no, I'm not. I'm, well, I, again, w- I wouldn't give. I, I wouldn't give any. I want to stand on the side of the of the Second Amendment. That's my whole thing. Regardless of this individual's business practices, if it gets to the point where he does want to fight the state, I'm I'm about that. Sure. I'm, okay. I mean, I hope he does. So that's it. what I'm. That's what I'm getting at. Is that you know, you can you could do some shitty things, but if you then want to be the savior and kind of redeem yourself in that manner, he's only the savior because he's doing the most. <laughs> Well, I mean, listen, like he might he might end up going to jail and then he's not the savior. He's the fucking loser who now made all this shit 100 percent illegal. Right. We can't go either way. Correct. Or he could take a plea deal and whatever. But which would be listen, that's just that's my opinion. You don't have to agree. You don't have to agree with me on that. I'm not. No, I mean, I'm not going to give him a shitload of money, but I would just say that, hey, if you're going to fight these laws, regardless of what you did, 
I'm, I'm not even put, sure. I'm not even sure if I can give anybody money like that because <laughs> they'll be like, "Oh, you're contributing." Yeah, only, I mean, only, only Democrats can bail people out of jail. You know. Well, my and, whole thing is like, I'm not going to bail them out of jail, but if if they do decide to fight these laws in court to say, "Okay, New York Safe Act, define this, define this," and if I'm being accused of violating that, we need to come up with something clear. I would support that. Again, it, that could be with anybody, but nobody has brought a case up to against the New York Safe Act. Some people have taken plea deals, and and the judges have struck some things down. The the, the gun rights groups like the NRA hasn't fought anything in the in the state with the Safe yeah. Act. Um, so that's what I'm getting at is that if this does go to fight the Safe Act, right. regardless of who it is, I will give you like ten bucks. <laughs> yeah, I mean this isn't gonna repeal. But if this people, isn't gonna repeal the Safe Act, but you know what? Gonna. It could challenge things in court to say okay. This is allowed and this is not allowed. For example, Connecticut, New Jersey, they clearly define that others, let's just say, are okay. In New Jersey, you could go to a store and buy another and there's a set, there's a letter from the New York, New Jersey State Police that says this is a legal firearm. Connecticut does the same thing. California does the same thing. New York doesn't. And that's where I think a lot of people get fucked up is that, hey, is this legal? Oh, what if yeah. I do this? Is this grip legal? What mm. if I do this? Because technically, a Chris Vector by all intents and purposes, let's just say, should be a legal firearm right. because of the way the action works. You know how the, the action works on a Chris Vector? No. So basically, on a Chris Vector, for people who don't know, it's it, back when it was introduced, they have other calibers now, but it was a forty-five caliber submachine gun that they can, that they made a semi-auto model of for the American market. So basically, John, I'm gonna I'm gonna do a little thing here. So the bolt in a normal gun travels back and forth, right? Right. So on a pull up a picture of a Chris it goes Vector. down right yeah Into it the goes handle. down so that's the whole thing the safe act says a pistol grip that hangs been conspicuously below the action of a firearm well the Chris Vector the pistol grip and the action of the firearm are at the same level right the bolt goes back and down the same distance right, right, that the pistol right. grip is so technically by the letter yeah. of the law a Chris Vector should be an okay firearm it needs interpretation that law right so depending on whose interpretation. Right. You so, but because with, it right. looks like a scary assault weapon, the state says it's illegal. <laughs> right. But by right. the letter of the law, the pistol grip—it's yeah. not even a pistol grip because it's connected at the bottom. Technically, it would right. be considered a thumbhole grip. But the state then allowed outlawed thumbhole grips. So, what's a brother to do? Ridiculous. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, my dad said to me like, "Oh, you know, now whoever bought this type of firearm, there, they're going to have records. They're going to go after them. They're fucked." Well, I don't. Is, I don't think no, that that's the case. They're not going to get fucked because what no. happened with there was another gun shop on Long Island that got shut down, Chester's. Mm -hmm. um, allegedly, I'm not too not too up on the story, but allegedly they were selling um, firearms without a New York State firearms dealer's license. They were selling things like ARs, lowers, etc. They people got. Uh, contacted by the Suffolk County PD, and all they wanted to do was just verify, like if you bought a lower from them, right. after they lost their license, they were selling guns anyway, but they just wanted to verify that the serial number you had matched the serial number in their book. Sure. And then people were commenting on forums, yeah, I got a visit from the, the Suffolk right. County PD over the Chester's right. thing, and they just wanted to verify my serial number, right. and that was it. Right, and here's why I don't think anybody who bought, let's say this is about the others, uh -huh. I, and here's why I don't think anybody who bought another from them would get a knock on the door and be arrested or be fucked. Because these people bought these guns in good faith from a shop who should right. know, assuming that the they were The only thing legal. they could ask you to do is turn it in. Yeah. Because but I don't even think... I mean, they could do that. But I don't think you're going to be subject to any... For example... And this, that would only only be if, after this court case, they decide that this is a illegal firearm. If there is a court case. Right. Um, This happened recently on a federal level with Tommy Built Tactical. I don't know if you know who they are. No. Tommy Built Tactical is a small company that makes clones of HK G36 rifles. Very high quality, exact clone replicas. It's a cool gun. You should look it up. What's it called? It's called Tommy Built Tactical. They make clones of uh, HK G36 rifles. 
and pistols and whatever. What happened was the ATF, um, after the sales of many, many guns, the ATF determined um, that, you know what, Uh, this receiver that you make is too easily converted to a machine gun, even though it's the same exact, they copied the HKG36 receiver, the same gun, or it was a SL6 receiver, excuse me, it was a semi-auto import to the US HK hat, it was called the SL6. They copied that receiver for the basis of their platform because it was a semi-auto approved firearm. The ATF then determined after years that, you know what, that receiver you make is too easily converted into a machine gun. So they told Tommy Bilt Tactical this, and Tommy Bilt had to destroy the receivers that they had in inventory, and then they had customers, they had to send notice out to their customers, hey, you have this gun of ours, the ATF just made this determination, send it in. Unfortunately, we can't do this free of charge, but for a very minimal charge, we'll make it legal. We'll replace the receiver, et cetera, or make the modifications. So there's videos of him just chopping up his receivers because the ATF determined that after a few years that, oh, it was fined? Okay, well, now it's not. So again, I mean, it's a cool gun. The HK, the, the Tommy Bell G36 clones, they're fucking badass guns. <laughs> and the whole thing is the pl- the gun, the receiver on that gun is made entirely out of plastic. Um, it's, uh, I believe he said that they had Shote uh, stocks manufacture the receivers for them out of a, a certain plastic to their specs. And then they built the guns up, you know, off of that. But, you know, it just goes to show you that at any time the government can just say, you know what? Nah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think anybody who who bought a gun from Jerry's is fucked, though. No, I don't believe so either. Like I said, and you'd have such a case. Let's say you did get arrested. Your defense would totally be, well, I went to a licensed gun dealer (laughs) who sold me this gun. And in good faith, I bought it as, you know, in good faith, assuming that they knew the law. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, you should also know your laws. But but there's again, they have to prove beyond a reasonable doubt that you were breaking a law. And like, there's just no proof of that. So I would say if you're shitting in your pants right now, you're fine. Yeah, I wouldn't. I would I say wouldn't, you're fine. Right. Worst case, you might just get a call and say, "Hey, did you buy this gun?" Yes. Okay. Yeah. Well, and I don't even think you'd have to even tell them. I don't think you'd have to. Yeah, you, but they probably, would probably. No, I don't think. I don't think they. I mean, they could. They could technically charge you with a crime for not telling. But yeah, you you make your own decisions. Yeah, you, they could charge you with a crime. Do what they want to do. You know, we're not advocating. We're not lawyers. We're not telling you to do things. They, but, they, I think the only th- they would be able to charge you with something like ob- obstruction of governmental administration or impeding. You can't tell them to put you, put their tongue in a certain body part of yours, as I like to say. Yeah, yeah, don't do that. <laughs> but um, yeah, I don't think you might get a call saying, but I don't think that this is the type of thing. Unless you, unless there, unless this goes real deep, and this is the kind of thing where, like, like I said, like, which is like the far fetched theory that yeah. they were selling non compliant firearms which for a premium. And if that was the case, then you're probably fucked because yeah. you knew. You knew, you knew what damn you were well what you were doing, and you were paying a lot of money for it. But no, I think given all the, you know, all the, you know, just what we see, the, you know, we know that they had a raid X amount of months ago that they were selling a gun, and suddenly they weren't. That that specific type of gun you just happened to have a, be in a gray area for the law, and now they're, you know, they got raided, and like they had they had their books, and they're not selling that gun anymore, and the price levels of the guns, and now they're, you know, I think that's that's the safest. The safest theory. Yeah. But we'll find out what it we, is. Hopefully. I mean, listen. No, 100% we're going to find out. Yeah. There's, there's no way we're not going to. I mean, this is going to be, if if that's what it is, this is going to be like a real, this is going to be a very important case. Right. If this is going to be a case that's going to define something within a law, this mm-hmm. is, that's, you know, hopefully. that's case, that's case law is what it's called. And when, right. when case law gets made, that's a huge thing. Right. This could, in theory, go. It could. This could go like Supreme Court. It could. Things like that. So this is going to be a huge case. Right. Assuming they fight it. 
if they just say, yeah, we did it, we'll take a slap on the wrist, we didn't know. Yeah, because look, they they can even sit down with a prosecutor, their lawyers, and say, hey, look, it's not clearly defined within the law. So if we're going to do this, like, let him, you know, let them take some misdemeanors for not having, you know, the things in the books that they were supposed to have and blah, 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 blah. Let them keep their FFL. No one's going to be a felon. No one's going to, you know, no longer be able to own or sell firearms. And he'll get swept under the rug and they'll just agree we can't sell this stuff anymore. Right. I think that that's their safest bet if that's the way it goes. But if they really want to send it home that, hey, this is bullshit, which they might. Because right. they, like I said, they might have the money to do this they at might. this point. They might. Or the support from their loyal customers. Sure. <laughs> they have, I mean, they do have some. They have a following. Let I me think tell they you. also have a lot of people who are, I kind of like read, and they, a lot of people were like, look, like, I. I don't advocate for anyone getting fucked over by the law, but these guys kind of deserve it. Like, yeah, some people. I, I don't are, think, <laughs> you know, that's a shitty way to look at it, man. I mean, it is. And then there's also people that I was kind of back and forth with somebody on the internet who also accused me of working at or <laughs> shopping at DSI. And yeah, listen, I, I know don't. There's I, beef between, I don't shop at DSI. <laughs> I know there's beef between DSI and Jerry's. Again, DSI right. Dark Storm Industries is a gun is a gun shop in Oakdale. Again, the owners are great people. Yeah, I mean, done, you knew the owners since... Yeah, since they were uh, selling parts in a back office right. in Hoppa. Right. Like, I've shopped there many, many years, but again, their business model changed. I'm not totally into the tactical, uh, modern AR stuff. I've done t- plenty of transfers there. I There's, actually have a sheet of yeah. all the transfers I've done there. there right. Ten or more transfers. There's a big, a big market on Long Island for tactical ARs right. and shit. And I get it. They're fucking cool. Yeah, they are. When you devote your entire business to that, obviously, you're going to... You're gonna, I guess like you know what? subjugate the a ARs that they sell and that they manufacture. I've heard nothing but good things about. Yeah. They seem to be very high quality. But again, it comes at a very high premium. It's cost. just not your market. No, it's That's not it. my cup of tea. The people there are great. I've I've gone there plenty of times. The service is great. Um, some people have had issues there, but me personally, I'd I've gone there for what, transfers. Like four like like percent of your collection is ARs. Mm, you have yeah, like, very small. Right. You because you only have two, right? Well, I don't want to. I don't want to divulge how many. No, I but have. we've talked about them. We've <laughs> talked about them. Yes. Yes. So I don't want to divulge the total number, but yes, I've. But again, I I like my ARs, but I'm not into the whole high speed tactical thing. Like I was talking with when we had Don here, mm-hmm. even his setup might be considered tactical, but it's very basic. You sure. know, free float handrail, light red dot, adjustable stock. That's right. it. So. Right. And then angled foregrip. But like a lot of times what people have the misconceptions about is, oh, I need this and I need this and it's got to be custom precision built for home defense. And I'm like, listen, dude, like. (sighs) But if that makes you happy, that makes you happy. Oh, exactly. People want to buy, spend their money on whatever they want. And like I said, I've personally known, I know people that have bought guns from there and they've had very good success with the guns. They're reliable. They're very highly quality built. But again, I, I know people who go there now and they buy ammo there and they like they like it there and they I, like the range. Fine. I also know people who have went there and they've had very bad experiences. Right. I've heard stories of people going there being treated one way and then when they show, hey, I'm an LEO, they get treated a right. totally different way, which I'm not in favor of. I think we should all <laughs> be treat equal. your customers with respect, right. no matter what. I will say that in. the owners, Pete and Ed, I've done business with in the past. Like I said, since they were a small office selling parts. Mm-hmm in hot bog and they were very nice to me always and again they have a successful business and that's great but again the guy on the internet accused me of working there or being a customer there listen that's like some <laughs> bullshit like well you must be this or you're a you're a liberal or you're a trumper it's like dude all right calm down 
And this also guy claimed to have known what was really going on with Jerry's, but didn't want to divulge Dude, it because Jerry didn't. nobody on the internet ever. This guy is fucking full of shit. And you know what? Oh, I know what happened. But and, Jerry asked me and, not But to Jerry, yeah. Jerry, like, you know, he you know, he told me uh, in a back and room you know, listen, that uh, then I can't tell you. Why are you then bringing it up? Like, why are you saying, well, I know, but I can't tell you. It's like, then don't say anything. Dude, it's, it's like... <laughs> I know. People on like, the internet... Dude, just like, shut up, People man. on the internet suck. It's up for us. We're pretty cool. Well, I mean, <laughs> I mean to... You look at Reddit. Reddit is a cesspool oh of fucking God. liberalism and oh, fucking Reddit. crazy. It's very few like places you can go on Reddit where like you feel safe oh, as someone who's God. a gun owner. Everything on Reddit is like oh X Y and Z. Um, oh, it's because of Trump or some shit. Or you're a conservative. You're jeez. Oh, it's like I, stick I can't to read non-political Reddit subreddits. Um, I you're stick in a to... gun subreddit. That's the like a very political. Yes, but oftentimes the politics of the guns are not. For example, somebody will post a picture of an M1, and then they'll say, or they're not going to say, pro-Trump 2020, here's my M1. It's mostly just stick to guns. Like, obviously, yeah. we all know as gun owners that we're on a certain side of the aisle for the most part. So just stick to the guns. Like, sure. a lot of gun groups I belong to, they say no politics because they yeah. just want to focus on the guns. Sure. Um, I also belong to collecting subforms, military, uh, history. I have also seen subreddits that say no no politics, but yeah. it seemed to be only no politics if, if you're, you're, if you're a conservative. <laughs> <laughs> if, if you're a liberal, you can say whatever the fuck yeah. you want. I mean, even, <laughs> even I belong to some motorcycle groups right, online right. and everyone's like, just keep them motorcycles. No politics. Yeah. Like, who gives a fuck? Dude, you know what's crazy? I, you know, you know I like to cook. <laughs> so I happen to be on a Facebook page that was um, like cast iron. You know, they're talking about cast iron yeah. stuff, right? Yeah. And I like, just like, it was fine for a while. And then all of a sudden I started to see shit like, we're, I'm going to cast iron <laughs> cooking. Thing. And I'm seeing things like people are like yelling about Trump and oh how you're like God, a Trump supporter. Man. And it's like, dude, I had to leave. Cause like, how can I be, how, how do you, how do you Take relate those two things? Iron cookware. Cast iron cookware, <laughs> how to clean it, how to maintain it, how right, to season yeah. it. And all of a sudden we're like, Recipes now we're talking bullshit. about like, oh, you're a Trumper, you're a Trumpster, you're a Trumpeter. I've heard the, Trumpeter. everything under the fucking yeah oh my you're God. a trumpet trumpet that's what i heard you're a trumpet are you fucking kidding me do, do we really like we're Let's talking just focus about, on and i just had to here. leave because yeah. it was like why like why are we talking about trump and we're talking about like cast iron cooking but yeah it's it's nuts i just you know with this whole shit man everyone knows that the state and the gun laws suck we all agree on that everyone knows that the gun dealers on long island and, new, and in new york state not just long island i know we talk about long island a lot but that's where we are and that's where we live the gun dealers in the state undertake a huge risk in just, you know, engaging in commerce of, of a lawful thing. They're under a microscope. They have society that deems them as the problem. They have the state that deems them as a problem. And, you know, like I said, just because somebody does business a certain way doesn't necessarily mean that I don't, that I want them to get arrested and to get dragged through the mud. But I will say, though, that a lot of people say that karma kind of is a bitch and, you know, to that end, maybe business practices will change or maybe their relations with the public will change. Who knows? I don't want people to come under the thumb or have the boot of the government on their neck for something that might not have been illegal. I mean, let's just let's just be honest. Like some people were saying these are just trumped up charges and that the DA is just going after them to see what sticks. Okay, let's if we take that approach then they're going to have to show that these are bullshit trumped up charges and then that hopefully the DA and the and the prosecutors will then be embarrassed and then lay off gun dealers. So I mean it could be a good thing 
that you, they get are getting kind of dragged. I don't think this. that this is like a trumped up charge thing. Simply because this is a year over a year long investigation. I don't think that it's a trumped up charge, you're, but you're I not think that as it's a bullshit intrinsically. You're not as as an organization like this devoting undercovers. That's a lot of time, a lot of money, yeah. DAs. You're talking about a lot of money for something that is a gray area within the law. No, they have an agenda where they probably know that they're going to win. Yeah, which is fucked up. Yeah, of course. I think it but, is. No, but, you know, the, uh, a DA or an ADA or whoever is not going to pursue a charges that they know they can't win. Right. They're just not going to do it. Right. So we'll, these are the charges they were arrested on. So why don't I'm you read curious. the penal codes? Because I think we kind of jumped through them. Just read exactly what they are. Okay, well, we have 265.13.2. Subsection. Subsection 2 is the top charge. The unlawful sale of a firearm 10 or more times in one year. And they have four counts of that. Whew. Which means that... And and it was interesting the way it was broken down. It was two separate char. It was two separate. They had this listed twice, two counts each, which means they must have two separate incidences yeah. of ten or more. Right. But we're gonna. But overall, it's four counts. They have then they have uh, two sixty five twelve subsection two the unlawful sale of a firearm five or more in one year also broken down two and two so a total of four counts and 265.10 subsection 3, which I wrote that I have to pull up because I think it was kind of a long title. Let me pull it up real quick. But they only had one charge of this, and this has to go with the um, the book uh, not having... It's like the disposal of and basically not tracking, you know, their Yeah, stuff. so these are the charges as this listed. Has to, oh, this this has public. to do with the manufacture, transport, uh, disposition, and defacement of weapons, dangerous instruments, and appliances. Like subsection posters? 3... Yeah, right. And subsection three, it's kind of long, but I'll read it real quick. Any person who disposes of any machine gun, assault weapon, large capacity ma uh, ammunition feeding device, or a firearm silencer is guilty of the Class D felony. Any person who knowingly buys, receives, disposes of, or conceals a machine gun, firearm, uh, high cap mag, uh, rifle, shotgun, which has been defaced for the purpose of concealment or prevention of the detection crime, or blah, 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 blah. You know, basically, if you... if it, I think what happened was it wasn't in their books. They couldn't find it, right? Because this has to do with, like, not having ha having it in their inventory and it's not in the store or whatever, and they just hit them with this charge. Could be. The, the only other answer is that they're fucking defacing firearms, right? Or, again, and it could be now just a th my thought. It said the unlawful disposition of a high-capacity magazine feeding device. Right. I know for a while they had their own uh, 1030 magazine, so they would take a Magpul 30-rounder, pin it to 10, and sell it. A lot of places do that. I don't know if they still do that. It could mm. be relating to that. For example, they could say that, again, if you just put a rivet in a 30-round mag and pin it to 10, that might not be good enough. Because, for example, Magpul just this year released an official Magpul 1030 mag that they designed with, like, a, a, a block follower. It, yeah. yeah. So, again, this is just my thought. I, I, I My don't, thought. Again. I don't think so. Because based on the rumor we heard where it has to do with their... A, you know, the person said that right. there was a gun that was in their books, but it wasn't in their inventory. That Could leads be. me to believe that again. That was secondhand information. I don't know. That it was, for but sure. like, let's that that would fit into this, right? Like, because right. the disposition of that firearm was was not known, right. and that's pretty much exactly what this has to do with. You know, yeah, the the unlawful, basically, like you know, disposes of you know X, Y, and Z in a manner that's not you know not proper. Okay, 
That's, but it again, that's, and I think that that was something they just discovered when they did their raid and took their books and they looked through them and they were like, oh shit, here's a gun that's not there. So we'll right. just hit him with this. It's only one count. Could it leads be. me to believe that. Yeah, it's could not, be. Not, you know, that's not something that's, right. it, because there's only one count of it, that leads me to believe that there's not a lot going on. Yeah. And again, if it was are, like, if you had 10 counts of that, then it's something that they do all the time, right? right. So. Again, this is just based on the public information. These are our thoughts, our opinions, reading the charges. Um, I don't have a connection at Jerry's. I don't know people that work there. I don't speak for them. This is just our opinion. And like we said, this could get fought in court or they could plead out. Who knows? Um, but again, like I said, this is, you know, a lot of people in New York selling firearms take risks. The only way they should plead out is if they're not going to become felons. Because <laughs> what the fuck is the point? You right. can't do anything then. You can't, right. Your business is gone. Right. You can't own. How many firearms do you think this guy owns? Probably they're a lot. gone. Like yeah. that's it, man. Yeah. Like your 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 life as pretty much your life is over because because you are in the industry of right. firearms. firearms. So what are you supposed to do firearms. for the rest of your life, right? Yeah. No, this is something that I fuck it, dude. If it was me and they were like, you're gonna be a felon either way, probably looking at jail time it. either way. I'm, I'm gonna fight it yeah. and fuck it. Like if I go to jail, then fuck it. That's it. Yeah. What what are you supposed to do? Right. You're. These, these are felony charges. Even if they plead them down, he's probably still going to get time, right? Because they're felonies. Lots of counts of felonies. <laughs> yeah. Eight, eight felony counts here, right? Which is kind of a lot. Yeah. You know, so let's say, oh, you know, we, we bring it down. There's still a felony. You're still going to get time. Or we could fight it out. And because it's not, there's nothing defined in the law, there's no there's no um, proof about beyond a reasonable doubt that you were breaking the law, right? Because it's not written in the law that you were doing anything wrong. So they're, they're, the 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 I don't know the the DAs are really going to have to the prosecution's going to I they might have a hard time with this one right I think that he has a defense if this if our theory is correct right. if our theory is correct which if it's something that's like super crazy <laughs> where this guy like I said selling machine my, guns right, out the my, back yeah <laughs> my uh my my uh what's that what's that thing called hypothesis um, no <laughs> no it's like uh, where like fans write stories. Oh, fan fiction. <laughs> yeah, my fan fiction. Fan ver- fiction. My fan fiction version of this <laughs> is okay. that he was selling firearms at a premium that he knew were <laughs> your Grand Theft Auto uh, <laughs> yeah. type. Well, there's theory. no proof of any of that, right? At all. No. Uh, this is just so. John. So our our actual our conservative theory on this is that like we were talking about, it's compliant. just like he was selling things that he didn't were compliant, but the state. Had now other feelings saying, on right, um, and after their investigation, they decided let's bring him in. We'll get this. We're going to get this settled, you know, one way or the right. other. And uh, unfortunately, he's going to have to pay for that. Right. Oop. <laughs> yeah, I almost broke everything. <laughs> yeah, Jesus, and you'd say I was kicking the table, and you're like, how many guns has this guy been in the fucking room? Well, you're not on my side of the table, okay, big guy. You don't know. You don't know what it's like, okay. You've never been on this side. <laughs> I got wires all over Let's me. Let's switch. You're probably looking at porn right now or some shit. Hey. <laughs> hey. Hey, York, whoa. They don't call it the New York State penal law for nothing. Hey, <laughs> wow. um, Yeah, it's, I, I have, like I said, I have very mixed feelings on this as much as I, as I didn't support his business practices. I don't like seeing anybody in the industry get fucked unless they truly deserve it. Unless they truly knowingly yeah. violated the law. Yeah, and a lot of people think that these guys deserve it. Right. <laughs> and, you know, again, I mean, just think of them as people, too. Like, I don't know, man. I don't think, you know, if it's for the non-compliant shit, if it's if it's our, you know, goes by our theory, I don't think these guys deserve this. No. Um, at all. So. No. I, I highly doubt they were 
selling machine guns and high cap mags out the back door. That is just fucking. Well, insane. I mean, they well, they might be selling mags out the back door. That's way less less flashy. Who knows? That's Who knows? yeah. My fan my fan fiction theory. Listen, if <laughs> you know, it, you know, it, if it comes out to be that, I'm a. <laughs> It's not even it. Oh, I, I shouldn't even say that. What I was gonna say, it's not even hard to make an M16. It's just why go somewhere to do well, it. Well, I mean, honestly, like I'm sh- the information's all oh, over the internet. Publicly, so yeah, it's you you can't ban. Well, the left is trying, but you can't ban. You know, right. information. Oh yeah. So. Oh yeah. No, you can't ban information. I have you know, I have like files and folders on my computer of like information, gun manuals, books, and yeah, you know things that are. Well, publicly... you have a lot of. Well, you have a lot of guns. And yeah, a lot of those guns don't come with manuals, right? Because right. they're all like old, you right. know, beat the hell. Right. So you know, so it makes I mean, sense. You know, a lot of things also that like you know. I is... mean, you can go on YouTube and find out. That, I wonder if that video is still up. It's like how to make an AK out of a shovel from home. Oh Depot. yeah, it's great. Right. Like how do you you know? There's knowledge out there. How do you right. ban knowledge? You can't yeah. ban the knowledge. You take the shovel, you bend it into the receiver. They can and only you... they can only book burn so much, you know. I know it's just fucking ridiculous. Um, now everything's canceled. Everything is wants to be PC. You know, you know what's crazy to me too. My um, my wife is a huge Harry Potter fan, and people are coming. J.K. Rowling's coming under fire for some things she like said <laughs> on Twitter a while ago, and people are like, you know, fuck J.K. Rowling. Well, she did say some weird shit yeah, though a while but... ago. But you know what? It's like for all the good, like she was a person. Like if anybody looks into this, I I, I could give a fuck about but Harry Potter. It doesn't Potter. matter how good you were. It's only no, 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 you're no, only as good I'm, as the last thing you said. Right. Well, no. What I'm getting at it was like she was like homeless and living in her car when right. she wrote Harry Potter. Right. And then she became like one of the most well known authors like, right. in this fucking century. Mm-hmm. And then she said a couple of things that some people took. I think it's transphobic. I think that's what it was. Or well, didn't she say like shit that was like super transphobic? Let me. I, I'm a, yeah. I'm, I'm, up, I'm, I'm but, just curious because I remember. And then, God damn, it was a long time. I'm not like a sensitive person, but even no. I think. I think I remember reading this and being like, mm, "Yeah, J.K. Rowling, you probably shouldn't have said." But you that. know what? It's like for all this, sh- like all the good that she did in the world of like writing these like books that people love and that inspired people. It's like she says like one thing, and now all of a sudden she's got to be canceled. Yeah, I don't know. Like that's like <laughs> and that like Coca Cola, be less white. You know, that's crazy. Uh, Doctor Seuss. Now the, the the publishing company that publishes Doctor Seuss is pulling the titles, and it's like. You know, yeah. again, if you I looked at the pictures and honestly, okay, if you want to look at the lens of them being fucked up, that's fine. But they're a fucking cartoon. It's about fictitious nonsense. Here's the thing: can a cartoon? I mean, it's a cartoon, right? So from Dr. Seuss, and yeah, and yeah. they're talking about they're talking about how like they were. It was a racial depiction of like Asians. Yeah, Chinese uh, men and also native, let's just say, African people. Now, I did see those pictures, and those were kind of fucked up. But you know what the whole thing is? A cartoon is meant as a satirical depiction. Like, obviously, you can make a super realistic drawing of somebody or something, and somebody will know what it is. But if you're trying to make a cartoon, you want like it to be as outlandish as possible to kind of represent the fact that it's made up, it's fantasy, that it's not real. Hence why cartoons are the way they are. You know, who takes cartoons seriously? Animals talking, people getting hit over the head with mallets and living, like the Wiley (laughs) Coyote is chasing the Roadrunner, blowing it up. Like, who Tom and Jerry, bro. Yeah, who takes that shit seriously? I don't. So if you have a depiction of, let's just say, an Asian man, and you know what? Okay, maybe it's a little dated, but again, it's like, do you really think that's offensive? Is it offensive to you? You know, I don't know. This whole fucking woke wokeism you know culture is just really starting to fucking bother me 
because they're just going after shit that people should just realize it's a cartoon. Why take it seriously? Mm-hmm. You know? Right. I don't take it seriously. No, I don't either. But I'm also not part of that race group. No, you know? I mean, listen, <laughs> my wife is Asian. She said that, yeah, it's it's it's, it's kind of fucked up. I'm like, okay. you Really? Because I asked, I asked someone who was of Asian descent that I worked with if they were offended by it, and they were like, no, why would I be def- offended by that at all? Right. So and some he, people take it He also kind of prefaced it with, like, I also don't get, like, you got offended skin. by, yeah. you know, by that type of stuff anyway. I mean. I guess it depends on who you are. It's like, for example, like, the movie Dumbo, <laughs> not to get too deep into this shit, but you know the one crow in the movie Dumbo was named Jim Crow, and they were basically portraying uh, black people in the South back then. Yeah, and it's like, okay, you're making an over-the-top depiction in order to get a point across that that is who you're trying to convey. Right. Obviously, you know, African Americans in the South are not crows, and yeah, it's kind of fucked up that you named it Jim Crow, but. Should you really be offended about that? Like, I don't know. I'm not African-American, so I can't fucking speak for that. But, yeah. then again, you know, they say white males are the problem, but whatever. You are the problem, Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, wow, that was a weird tangent to go off on. Uh, did you find the J.K. Rowling tweet? Dude, the there's, she's got a lot. <laughs> you know what? It's buried because since People then. How, was, how old was that tweet? Oh, my God. This was like years ago. I think right. like two years ago or some shit. You know what the problem is? Since then, she has been like very pro everything she, right and so it's like she's just been like covering like just burying that jump, shit like dumping like positive <laughs> tweets about like trans people and i can't fucking find it um transphobic tweet i'm, I'm really curious because i really want to know what it was i don't know but that's a weird i that's nope. a weird tangent to go off on Sorry for everyone whom we lost in the past, I but, don't know, five minutes. Yeah, we didn't lose anybody. <laughs> but, you know, this it's so interesting because I remember, like, you know, there's a lot of people who I know who are, Jesus, I'm who just are dropping part everything. of the LGBTQ, you know, plus LMNOP, XYZ. Whatever it is. Um, and they're, you know, they just happen to be very big Harry Potter fans, right? And now, like, this is coming out. I see, I have seen when this came out, I remember seeing like, a lot of those people just, like, straight, like, just drop J.K. Rowling, like, you know what I mean? It's kind of like, yeah. well, you know, I don't know. I mean, you know, the world's you... a fucked up place. And no matter what, something that you say will offend somebody else. And just because they're offended doesn't mean that you don't have the right to say it. So for anybody who's listening, remember, I've said a lot of things on this podcast that people will probably find offensive. So do I have to be canceled? Do the New York gun guys have to be canceled? I do not believe so. I wouldn't say that because people will just start canceling us. Dude, that's like the I'm fucking fourth fucking... time. <laughs> you would give me shit. And I'm that's trying the fourth to... time you hit the thing. Well, maybe get some more comfy chairs in this motherfucker, and then I won't have to. I'm sitting on the same chair as you. Yeah, and it's not the most comfortable. And to be fair, these are the chairs that you stole from me and, and I had brought to bring back, back, back yes. years later. Yes, we. I borrowed them. I, I was in a long-term borrow. loan. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what was the payment? Uh, me bringing them back to you. <laughs> <laughs> that was your yeah. fucking payment. Fucking return. We're sitting on these BJ's Costco folding chairs. This was back when I owned my uh, my business. Yes, I had these chairs. Yeah, the business. Yeah. Yes. It was a whole nother life. Oh, Sometimes I, I talk about like my life before law enforcement, and I'm like, damn, I lived like a whole nother life, man. Yeah. It's crazy. It really different. <laughs> it was, right? Like, and, you know, in that life, that is how I met my wife through you're John. You're welcome. Yeah, thanks. And that's why when you're, <laughs> I always tell them every time they post. Okay. So like, for those of you who don't know, I introduced Taylor and his now wife. Um, and, uh, basically his wife now his wife, but at the time, 
a good friend of mine was, you know, in, in not such a great relationship or whatever. They were broken up, whatever. And I was like, look, when you're ready to meet somebody who's going to like love you and care about you, let me know and I'll set you up. And basically my whole goal for Taylor was like to get him laid. So <laughs> I did my job plus. Yeah, but I fell in love. <laughs> I, exactly. Well, yeah, yeah, you got lucky on this one. Yeah. <laughs> so basically I, you know, I, I hooked them up. They got married happily ever after. And now they have. Uh, beautiful know. wonderful mm-hmm. little boy yeah so when he's old enough to understand i'm just gonna go up to him when no one's around and be like you're alive because of me <laughs> and he'll never know why oh no i'll tell him, I'll tell him. <laughs> i'm gonna fuck your kid up dude be like like you will not you would not have been alive if it wasn't for me and then everyone's gonna come back in the room <laughs> he's gonna be like what I'm like, <laughs> someone might think you're a predator <laughs> dad <laughs> John was saying some things to me that I wouldn't be alive if it wasn't for him. We have to call the police right now. <laughs> John's but it, sort it of only list. works if you call me Uncle Uncle yeah. John, though. Uncle John took me aside. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, he no, said I, some things to me that I'm not supposed to tell you. Like, yeah, you know why they call me your uncle? And then everyone <laughs> just comes back in the room. <laughs> Kid will never know. <laughs> I'm really your father. <laughs> oh, <laughs> my <bullshit>. God. <laughs> <laughs> that's horrifying no no this kid is a spitting image of me it doesn't look like this ugly schmuck across the table from well me here. we'll see when he gets a little older <laughs> you fuck oh my god if your wife is listening i love you no nah, she is... doesn't listen to <laughs> okay good <laughs> man it's so weird you know when i think about that that i knew knew the two halves of you before you yeah know, and, like, and they came now together, you came together. it's amazing like that's my i have one one positive that was like the only, uh, the only. You're the only people I ever set up, and it was a win. So oh, I can't. I have to retire. That's your good now. karmic, uh, karmic uh, <clears throat> universal points. Yeah, that's gonna get me into heaven. Yeah, there 100%. you go. Hundred percent. That's the only thing I have to do now. I could just be a dick. <laughs> <laughs> well, you did make love happen. So I mean, yeah. You know. Well, like they're looking it over. Mm, yeah, I don't right. like that one. But you didn't. Eh, what about right. this one? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'll just keep reminding them. Hey, don't don't forget. Don't forget. Don't forget. Don't forget. <laughs> Listen. Yeah. Listen, God. Can I get a, uh, can I get a high five? Yo, can I get a pass for all that other shit? <laughs> yeah. Well, you did You did make the shitty podcast. Yeah. <laughs> wow, you listened? <laughs> I hear everything. Only once. Yeah, I hear everything. <laughs> yeah. Everything. Like I, I only listened to that one episode where Taylor was talking about licking something. Uh, and no, I don't lick something. People <laughs> oh, lick, oh, lick okay. something on me. Oh, okay. Good, good. Yes. All right, guys. That's all we have to talk yes, about today. Because I got a this little off wild. the rails at the end. <laughs> but again, listen. Oh, um, you know, if you are a customer at Jerry's, you know, and you let us know them, yeah, maybe you let us know what you think. Yeah, let us know, what or you if think. what you think it's about. Yeah, you know, you don't have to know anything for real. Right. But post on the on the thing. I don't think we we bash them too much. I mean, I think we just, you know, what do you think? I bash them for their business for their business and their pricing right. and everything. Sure. Again. I didn't bash them personally. No. Because the guy, like I said, the interactions that I've had with them, they're nice people. Right. No issues with that. But just their business practice, especially during the pandemic when guns were now three times the price. And again, people are de- defending it as capitalism, free market, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, yeah. But again, other places weren't doing that. And then even other gun shops we went to were saying, yeah, those guys like, you know, so it's just... Well, it's clear they have a rep within the industry, right. and they have a rep with you know their customers, right. or po- former customers, and right. uh, 
Right. Shop where you want, people. Yeah. Who gives a shit? Shop where you want. Make informed decisions. Make informed purchases. And go where you feel most comfortable. The only reason why people are pissed about this is because guns are not proprietary. No. And you could buy the same Glock there or, or anywhere else. Right. So why are you charging $1,000 for you know a $600 Glock? Right. Why is a Mini 30 $1,500? Right. $1,600? Right. Why is a... You know, a five, uh, what was it? It was like a um, the 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 Mossberg Shockwave. It was like three hundred dollars, and then now it's like nine hundred. Right? Why is it three times the price? Yeah. Again, I get it's supply and demand, but you know, it's not a supply and demand issue if everybody else around you is selling it for fifty percent less in the pandemic. Right. Same thing with ammo. You know. Right. Again, make informed decisions. Crazy prices on ammo. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Though I haven't bought ammo since that last Mosin ammo I purchased. Still itchy from not having ammo. Like what? every time I like look like you know I got like the itch you know uh, like the fucking the heroin Jones and <laughs> I'm tweaking for it. <laughs> you're just sitting. You're just standing in front of your safe, hunched over, yeah. just like keeled over. Just like, yeah. uh. I still have a I have a fuck ton of um seven six two by fifty four R as you should. Yeah, Mosins are hungry. I still really want a semi auto seven six two. Well, you could have gotten one a while ago, but you didn't. So. I mean, I can still get one now, though. Yeah, but the prices are going to be insane on them. If well, you want especially like a PSL. Well, what about or, like non-pandemic price? Non-pandemic price were like two grand for a Romanian PSL. It's not terrible, which is still overpriced because they used to be a lot cheaper. Oh, by the way, um, just so that way you know, there is actually um, Larry Vickers is working on importing a brand new SVD rifle out of Hungary. So the SVD is the Dragunov, mm. which is a Russian designated marksman rifle in 762x54R. The Chinese made a copy of it, and they haven't been imported into the U.S. since like the 90s. I want one. They're very desirable. I mean, they go for like 10 grand nowadays. Oh, but, never mind. <laughs> but they're importing one, I think, out of Hungary. Uh, but do you soon? think those would be 10 grand too? No, they're going to be about four, I think. That's even that's a lot. Well, I can't just, I can't just let you know. Yeah, no, I know. <laughs> I know. Your best I bet know. is to find a Mo, uh, Vepper in the 762x54R or a PSL in 762x54R. Those are your best bets. Yeah. Those are your cheaper bets. Because I just, I don't, there's, I like the Mosins, don't get me wrong, but there is just something about something with like that much power in a semi-auto. You're, best, you're better off just getting an M1, 30-odd six, eight round. Yeah, but 30-odd six is expensive. I know. And 762 by 54 rimmed is not really it, that expensive. It's getting up there now if you could find it. I'm just glad. Well, pandemic, yeah, but I still have, you know, wet dreams about 180 out the door oh, cash God. for 880 rounds. Yeah, I know. I know. If only we knew. If only. We always talk about that. Well, though. also, I mean, we knew back then it was cheap. We just were fucking broke. <laughs> I didn't have money. Even if it was now, though, I wouldn't have bought cases and cartons and all that shit. Mm. I would have bought that seven and six. That uh, um, I would have bought crates five, four, of five. I would have bought crates of like, you know, ninety nine dollar. Oh, the guns. <laughs> yeah, the ninety nine Chinese uh, four hundred fifty threes. Four hundred dollars. Yeah, could have made a fortune. Could have would have should have bro. Lived like kings. Yeah. I always see this meme online. It's like if you can go back in time, and you know, but you still retain all the knowledge. Oh my right? god! Like if you can go back in time and retain all the knowledge you have now, like you go back to like ten years old, bro. Right. Or you could just get like $10 million now and continue your life. I would totally go, go back, back in time and just buy. But God. I wouldn't. But even if I was like 10 years old, I wouldn't have money to buy no, crates I would just and crates. Tell and crates. my parents. Hey, by the way. Oh, by the way, these crates of $99, like, <laughs> they'd be like, who the fuck are you? How would Bitcoin. you ever know that? Oh, Bitcoin. Oh, yeah, Bitcoin. I remember when I was working at, at a 7 Eleven and I first heard of Bitcoin, it was like 60 cents a coin. I'm like, what the fuck is this shit? Yeah. <laughs> 
Could you imagine that 10 years old, like, you just, like, bought, like, you know. Well, Bitcoin uh, wasn't around when I was. 10. Well, no. Okay. So, like, let's say when it first came out, when it was, yeah. like, point zero 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 one, you bought, like, $100 of Bitcoin. You'd be, like, a fucking billionaire right now. Yeah. Oh, well, no, you know, tens of billions. Right. Like, crazy, man. Yeah, I know. See, that's probably what I would do. You're, probably, you're right. Yeah. But and knowing you. use that to buy whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. What a Wet boat. dreams of guns. No. I'm on a boat. I would take a room like this and just pack it out. It's a small room. Well, I'd get a bigger room and then just pack okay. it out. Okay, so a bigger room than this. So yeah. a room not like this. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what I mean, like a bedroom. You could literally buy the whole unit, the whole co-op, and mm-hmm. just pack it out, put mm-hmm. a fucking, what's it called? A uh, Honestly, I would go back in time and tell my parents to buy a Finnish uh, Lottie anti-tank rifle back when they were $100. Mm-hmm. A, uh, a what are they going for now? Oh, God, like uh, ten grand. Oh, that's nothing. Grand. Oh, well, that's nothing. Yeah. You know. Well, I mean, in the in in the world of like what you can invest in, it's yeah, yeah it's a good return. But like, you're only gonna buy one. Yeah, but I would want one. I just, oh, it doesn't. Why. Yeah, I just want. Well, one. if you bought all that Bitcoin, you can have ten, twenty of them. Just mount them all up on Toyotas and just start fucking start shooting. Yeah, that'd be fun. You because you could buy like you know a big chunk of. You could buy an island. You imagine mm. just like having like having like billions of dollars, buying an island, buying guns, and just like your own around, like, sovereign nation blowing shit up. Yeah. Yeah, I can I can imagine that. That'd be cool. One can dream. Wow, we really got off the rails here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Damn, should have bought Bitcoin. Eh, whatever. <laughs> what it could have should. I, I mean, I think at this point, I think the Bitcoin train is over. People are saying that oh, it's going to go to a hundred grand. I don't think so, man. Uh, you know what it is? I don't want to invest money in something that is just purely speculative. Like you, right. Well, that's the whole thing. There's nothing backing Bitcoin, right? Like, well, the U.S. dollar backs Bitcoin. No, but so. like, there's no, there's no, there's no physical item. Yeah. Right. Like. You know, and, and, and if you buy stock in Apple, like they have physical right. items that back it, right? Like the iPhone, right. the iMac. The physical item is that you're on the record in the in the registrar of owning. The, the only thing that's back that that makes Bitcoin so much money is that people just want it, right? Because exactly. there's no demand for what it actually. And you is. know what? If the you if the fucking internet decides to tank, not to sound too tinfoil hatty here, but if the internet decides to tank, you're fucking your your Bitcoin's out, oh. or if your fucking hard drive with all your Bitcoin on it gets lost, or you're fucked. Yeah. I don't. I don't fucking. For those of you who don't know, like once you have Bitcoin, I don't think there's like an internet wallet for it. Like you can't log no. in anywhere. Like, I mean, there might be now, but maybe. Well, like Coinbase, I think you could buy. Yeah. But you don't actually own like the actual like Bitcoins on Coinbase. It's like I have weird. No idea. Yeah. I don't know. I just stick to shit I know. Which I just is, stick to guns. <laughs> I stick to like you know stocks. And yeah. Made some decent money. Yeah. I just on stick the to guns. Stuff. Yeah. I I could give a fuck about. It, it might Bitcoin might as well be like. Like monopoly money because okay, you have Bitcoin. The only way to get money for Bitcoin is to get U.S. dollars for it. Somebody has to buy your Bitcoin if you want to sell it. Correct. If nobody wants to buy it, then what but do you, you got? can also buy things with Bitcoin. Yeah, but what can you really buy? Uh, I mean, you could buy a Tesla with Bitcoin now. Yeah, well, that's a fucking Tesla. It's a car. Yeah, okay, but that's not everyone can buy that with Tesla. But I'm just saying, you can buy that with Bitcoin. Yeah. So you know, there's there's things. I mean. Pe- we don't know this because we don't we don't do this. Yeah. But uh, on the dark web, that's the currency because it's yeah. not it's not traceable. Yeah. So, but I, I people are saying like Bitcoin's the future. This is what it's going to be. It's never going to be that until it's the government. It's decentralized currency. It's but never, the whole thing is it's still backed by whatever dollar you sure. have. Sure. But the reason why the people are saying like, oh, it's the next currency, right? So we're you know it's going to be non taxable. Blah 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 blah. It's never, it's right. never, gonna, it's never say, going to be mainstream until the government can tax it. Right. The, the government is, is. going to say, you know what? Fuck this. We're losing a lot of money. Make Bitcoin taxable. They pass a law and then you're all fucked. They could just make Bitcoin illegal to they use. Could. Yeah, they could. So then what happens to all your, your, your fucking shit? You're fucked. Exactly. Right. That's why I'd rather just have a lot of guns. 
<laughs> just well, at least guns hold their value or rise in price. And you could fucking use it. Right. I mean, it's, you know, it's a it's You want to come take you. my Bitcoin? Oh, no. You want to come take my guns? Yeah. You know, yeah. Lick it. And there's still the guy who, like, invented Bitcoin who has, like, billions of well they don't know who he is he's anonymous right but like he supposedly has like a lot of bitcoin that basically if it like it ever came to market it would just crash the price altogether yeah they were trying to find out who he is some japanese guys and shit you know it's funny back in the day when bitcoin first became a thing on my very old uh, mac computer i actually downloaded like a miner and it was like mining i don't have the computer anymore so shit's gone Mm. i didn't like have any actual bitcoin i had like you know point zero 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 whatever of a bitcoin yeah but that's another thing too it's like you could buy like a fifth of a Bitcoin. It's just yeah. like, but that's just money represented in, in the U.S. dollar amount. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I Maybe people are just going to be like, you don't understand it. I'm like, fine, I don't. I don't. Yeah. I, no, I people will 100% say that you don't understand it. And I, I, and I don't fuck. understand it. And that's why I don't have any. Yeah. I give But a I also think that it's it's like, it's too late for Bitcoin yeah. for us. It is. You know, um, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I'll buy something else. I, I made a good amount of money on uh, Neo. And I'll Tesla just, before it fucking I'll drops. Just buy some more guns. Yeah, I know. <laughs> all right, guys, check us out Facebook, Instagram, and White Gun Guys, all one word. Check out the other episodes on uh, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Spotify, anywhere else you have a podcast location where you find podcasts. You could probably find us on there. If you are boycotting big tech, I am very proud of you. And you should listen to us on uh, Podbean if that's what you choose to do. I don't care where you listen to us because we make zero dollars and zero cents off of this podcast. In fact, we are making a negative money because we pay to have this podcast. Yes. So <laughs> we make zero. This Bitcoin. is not. This is not about the money. Maybe one day we'll get like you know a sponsor. That'd be cool. Maybe. Um. I don't know. I told Taylor we need to be a little more family friendly so people would actually. That's want why I've stopped saying you know certain things. Yeah. I've alluded to it. Though. <laughs> you can't silence but me. But we're not, we're not, we're not getting rid of any of our old episodes. So the shit's no. still there. Yeah. If you want to listen to like weird things that Taylor says, you can go back and listen to. I'm the, a very last, unfiltered the person. The last 44 episodes that we have. we have a lot of episodes now, which is very cool. But uh, all right, guys, we will see you next time. Thank you very much for tuning in today, and as always, stay safe.